Welcome back, our little puffins. We are here and we are excited to be back with you once again. I am Growler. And I'm Vibe. And we have a special guest with us on today. And we are so pumped to so have, excited. so excited to have the lovely, lovely Kel. Yes. Welcome to Welcome. our show, Kel. Hi, guys. Thank you very much. That was a lovely introduction. Mm. Yes, we want you to feel all welcomed to the podcast. So if you have not done so, get you something to eat. Uh, feel free to have a little snack in the middle of the interview. If you need to roll up, you are more than welcome to do so. Because here on Eat Puff Love, that is what we do. How are you feeling We today? pop and we love. Yes, yes. How are you feeling today, Kel? Uh, uh, lovely. I'm going to call you. Uh, it's okay. You can call me. Variations. That's okay. Um, I am excited because two wonderful people that I love to have as my friends are having a podcast. Yeah. And we're going to get into some things. Yeah. We have a great conversation in store, I feel like. Yes, I feel that we do. I feel we do. So uh, let's start pretty simple. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, Okay, well, I am a woman, identify as a woman. I love to enjoy my life, first Mm -hmm. and foremost. Mm -hmm. Um, I am a mother. I am a friend, a daughter, all of the above. Mm. I don't like to put myself in any kind of box. Mm. But if you want to talk about things adult-wise and sex-wise, I'm a swinger and Mm. I'm very much into BDSM. I have several kinks. Mm. I love to be sexy and seen, nude. Mm. How's that? (laughs) Today, because we are talking about kink and... um, I guess what I would like to know, lovely, is um, so what does kink really mean to you? Because it's a word that people use a lot right. in very different connotations, but what does it mean to you? To me, a kink is anything that um, anything that makes you feel sexual, that arouses you, an act mm. um, that gives you pleasure, that most likely is not traditional um, in the world of traditional sex, whatever that is. Yeah. And I don't even know what, what the traditional is anymore. Commissioners. Missionaries. <laughs> <laughs> right. Missionaries. Okay. Uh, regular fellatio, regular kind of, I, I don't know. You know, and, and especially as somebody who I, I love to openly talk about sex. I talk about it all the time. Um, I, I'm always fascinated when people say, you know, I'm a freak. I'm like, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> and what they usually mean is uh, they they like to receive oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was going to say, but what is, okay, what, I'll go with it. <laughs> That's what I think when people say. They say I'm a freak. Or I ask them, are you, or people will say, oh, I'm kinky. And I'm, I'm like, oh, well. What's your definition of kinky? Because I think, <laughs> I, and then I saw how they flashbacks and wondering, like, are we 
Saint? <laughs> well, probably not. People who have explored kink. Mm-hmm. And I guess, Kels, what I'm thinking is, when um, did you begin to explore your kink? So the funny thing about that is, when I actually did do engage in those type of things, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, <laughs> because I was four. Don't, 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 don't go crazy. I was four. And I vividly remember me and this little girl, we were, we were both in the same preschool class. Mm-hmm. Um, we were like best friends. And I remember that we would get into this spanking thing. And then mm-hmm. it evolved into, okay, you pull down your pants and I'll pull down my pants and we can spank each other. And we used to do it. We used to hide, go mm-hmm. behind house and so mm-hmm. no one could see us. And take turns laying across each other's laps and spanking each other with their butts. And wow. I still remember that to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, I <laughs> I know people talk about when they were kids, they would do things like play house and yeah. dry hump and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's pretty normal, but my ass was spanking bare butts at four years old. <laughs> but, <laughs> I didn't have no trauma. Nobody molested me or anything like that. So maybe I just feel like I was born with that. And today I am an impact slut, whatever you want to call it. I love having my ass be, you know, specifically my ass, my booty. Not just, you know, when I say my ass, I mean my booty. That is one of my biggest kinks. Mm. So you like a little slap on the ass? A little. (laughs) Yeah. I know, I know a couple other people like that. <laughs> <laughs> no oh yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm glad that you know that like your experience was your experience and it didn't have anything to do with some harmful thing happening to you and, and therefore you turn to this. You know, because a lot of people like to use a lot of uh, pseudo psychology and say that all things that are kinky tend to morph into something that's not, um, not, uh, right or well in society. And that's probably a good thing, not right or well, not to say to harm people, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. something that, that, like, that was your experience from early on. And it's something that has continued through your life. And it wasn't because you re- experienced some kind of harm. Right. And I mean, not to say that I never did later in life right? and not to say that I, I don't, I do know a lot of people in our kink community that, and I, when I say our, I mean POC, people of color, right? that have experienced some sort of sexual trauma or if it's not sexual, then it's some type of parental trauma that mm. they've experienced or domestic violence. So um, it is very much a thing, but again, to your point, um, it shouldn't be, it, we should not be, um, defined by our trauma. Mm, right. So I agree with you on that. Mm. But I what we can do is have a community where we have outlets and, um, maybe spiritual circles, anything to help us through our trauma knowing that we do have a lot of people in our community that have it. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's something that we should ignore, but I also at the same time don't think that we should define ourselves as such. You keep, you keep using the word community, and uh, I, I, I just want to make sure for our listeners, 
when you say community, do you mean like a, like two girlfriends that you have that are your like besties and like you guys just do kink stuff, or do you mean like the five guys that you know and uh, from the, like what what is this community like? Tell me about this. So, um, some of us are very fortunate to find others that love doing the same thing that we do in organiza- through organizations, um, through social media or, you know, word of mouth or whatever. I myself belong to a kink organization. Um, and, and I don't know if I should name it. Should I name it? Oh, cool. <laughs> it's, it's called um, Black Kingdom and it is a national, um, BDSM kink organization for people of color that provides group chat spaces and events for people of color that are into uh, kink. And that's what I mean by community. Through that community, through that organization, I have been connected to other POC kink organizations and groups and people who do events like promoters and hosts. And it's just, when I say community, I mean all y'all black motherfuckers who are into kink. Mm. So that's basically what I mean. And I don't even have to know you to be in my community. And for all our little puffins who don't know, Kels, what is BDSM? So BDSM is an acronym the B stands for bondage, and um, I think the D stands for domination. Mm-hmm. The S is for, um, well, what is the S for, guys? It's, oh, uh, it's sadism. Sadism. And then so now you know what the M is, um, uh, masochism. So mm-hmm. I'm saying that. We probably both saying it wrong. But Kel it said it right. It yeah, yeah. right. I don't <laughs> <Arshino> cherry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gotta make it sound sexy. Shady macarism. Right. So it kind of is like this acronym is an umbrella for all things kink. You know, you could, all of those four um, categories have subcategories underneath them. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, fun stuff. You know, we recently came to one of your kickbacks mm-hmm. and Growler was like, before we go, you got to get your whole bag together. <laughs> so I'm like, so something tell us, what is a whole bag first and foremost <laughs> And what's in your bag? <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that question. So, well, first of all, a kickback is for because some people don't know what that is. It's a term, and I don't know exactly where it came from, but what I use it as what we use it as in the kink and swinger community because swinger is a form is a type of kink, in my opinion. Um, we use that as basically an informal gathering, get together. Uh, it could be at someone's house. It could be at, you know, hotel suites, something of that nature. But it is meant to be like a a mix and mingle that's intimate, you know. Um, if anyone knows about swinger community, you know that sometimes there are promoters that do 
big hotel takeovers where they buy out the whole hotel or half the hotel and, you know, have a big three-day, you know, a weekend event. Um, but a kickback is more just like, you know, a few of us that kind of maybe in a group chat together that know each other and we just get together. The one that I hosted recently was an adult game kickback and we came together. We had two hotel suites um, that were supposed to be connected, but they weren't. <laughs> And we had all sorts of things like titty decorating, dick decorating, rays. We did like forms of um, truth or dare and stuff of that nature. And people had food and drink and talked and eventually people played. Um, And it was fun. And it was a thing that's like eight to eight all night into the morning. Um, Something I love to do. The whole bag. (laughs) And the whole bag. So this is what a whole bag is. And I had a whole bag before I was even in these communities. Um, it's a bag full of anything you need for before, during, and after sex, right? If you're not at home. So before sex, of course, you should take a shower. If you're not going to take a shower before you leave, bring your shit with you in your whole bag. You got to have soap. For women, your feminine soap, whatever thing you need for your pussy to be nice and, you know, fresh. Wipes, you know, they got dude wipes for the men, whatever. Um, bring your whatever you want. If you want to have on some lingerie, if you want your favorite boxers, or you may need to change your underwear, you know what I mean? Deodorant, condoms, toys, sex toys, all those things should go in your whole bag and definitely mouthwash. Because you just want to make sure that you have everything you need for this experience. And I used to do that shit when I was going on dick appointments before I even got into this. <laughs> I had it. Oh, come on. I had it right in the back of my truck. I used to keep it in the back of my truck. And I would take it out to, you know, take out this dirty stuff, you know, update it, refill it, and keep it moving. Like, just in case. Just, just in case. In case. So did you have your whole bag? I, I don't know if I even saw it. <laughs> we, we, well, we had separate whole bags. We had separate whole bags. Uh, we did our whole bags were not as um, <laughs> as as not as prepared. Yeah, because after hearing you say that, all I thought was, "Wow, I am I am not carrying around a proper whole bag." Bag. <laughs> 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 Gets me through the sexual act, and that is about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, so what was in it? I really just want to know. I want to know what was in yours first. I told you. Okay. I had. I'll speak for myself. What did I have? <laughs> I had condoms. And Lou, because I was like, okay, we're going into this space, so mm-hmm. we're probably we're gonna need this, maybe. Um, I had some bitter bomb or masturbatory bomb, because mm-hmm. I was like, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I had a little rolled up marijuana or that we put the can of pills. I think I put some can of pills in there. <laughs> Eat um, oh, and I brought and I brought my writing props. And which I didn't get to use at the kickback, but somebody else was using it. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Somebody else was thinking at mm-hmm. your um your crop. I like oh, that the, was yours. See? Yeah, I didn't crop. Mm-hmm. We had a good time with that. Thank you. 
as like a it's very um what's the word I'm looking for? Flexible? No, that no, like sturdy. Mm. So I recall um someone two people in the play scene and um the woman in the scene was like anchoring herself on the writing crowd. <laughs> things were happening. And I had to say to her, like, oh that's mine, we're leaving. <laughs> 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 um, but I don't mind sharing. I'll uh, share. I'll share what was in mine. Um, my bag is a lot. Um, my bag is a creative space, um, and it is very uh, uh, liberally organized. Uh, is the phrase I'll use. Um, I think I had in there a couple dildos, um, maybe some cock rings. There were condoms, lube. I think I brought my entire toiletry bag just in case, um, just in case we stayed very late. And, yeah. and, um, and I mostly, I didn't just have a change of underwear. I had like a couple of outfits. Um, because... <laughs> wait, wait a second. What was you about to do? You don't know what's happening next day. You going to, okay, never mind. Let me just, I think <laughs> We were going to go to the cannabis festival, and I just didn't know how late we were going to be there. And so I was just like, you know, this seems important. Um, and so, yeah, that, that, those were the things in my bag. Um, I always keep weed in my bag. Uh, <laughs> we are Eat Puff Love. This is Eat Puff Love. So I, I always keep a J in my bag. Um yeah, that was that was that was my bag. <laughs> but you know, I don't even think that I really went into the bag at all. But Kels, I I love the Kels. We had a great time at your kickback because you talked about it a little bit um, before about kink and how you come into it early in life. And but I'm wondering, like, how do you balance like relationships? Like, who knows about your your kinkiness and who doesn't know? And how do you balance that in your life? Okay, that's a great question. Um, do you balance one thing, what'd you say? Or do you balance it? Does it not need to be balanced? Um, you know, it depends on the person and it depends on the background and who their family members are and those type of things. I'm fortunate enough to have um, family, including my mother, who's my best friend, that accepts me for who I am. And, you know, there's certain things that she doesn't want to hear about, but she, 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 she's got, I, I can tell her and I'll start having a conversation and she's like, oh, oh, okay, girl, I don't want to hear about that part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, she watches Law and Order and she feels as if dungeon means someone's going to kidnap me and all this stuff and do horrible things and tie me up. So, um, I have to tread lightly with her. But it's not a secret. She knows um, what I do. She knows who I'm with, as well as, you know, the nature of my relationships. Um, and the same thing. So if, in my opinion, I don't know how you guys feel about your mama, but if mama's good with it, I don't care what anybody else thinks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, I have friends that are like-minded the ones that cannot lead the lifestyle that I lead, there are some of them who are envious 
Um, but they got married, you know, younger before they really discovered themselves. And unfortunately, their partner is not with it. Mm. Their, you know, their spouse is not with it. You know, I have people in those situations as well. So um, I, I just, I've heard stories of other people, though, who cannot be so candid or are afraid to be candid and transparent with their family members and friends. Um, I am, however, cautious about, and, and this is with anything, any personal business in your life, um, I am cautious about telling people I don't know my business. And that's and that anybody should be that way. Right. So so yeah. Um but I'm pretty I'm pretty much open. I'm an open book anyway. What about you guys? Well you know, that's a good question. Um I I would say for myself first that um you know my family has come to know me as um the one who who does everything. If I told, if I say to them, I'm doing this thing, they they would probably just say, um, "Of course you're doing that." <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and so with my my mother, my mother knows that I go to king parties and play parties. She uh, she's like your mom in that she just don't want to know the details. She wants to know that I'm alive, that I'm safe, that I'm making good choices and keeping myself uh, protected. Um, but I'll, I mean, the reality is that in, in pretty much m- most aspects of my life, if I feel like it's a safe space concerning um, like my job and um that's pretty, I mean, that's probably the only place that I'm not really kinky. <laughs> it's like, you know, outside of that, I'm pretty straightforward with most people that this is who I am and this is what I do. These are the kind of parties that I like to go to. This is the kind of parties I like to host. Um, because I just really, I feel like, um, I just like to be, I like to be myself. And, you know, um, if they like that, dope. If they don't, then they probably are not the best person for me. Um, to be trying to spill all my business too anyway. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's, that's for me. Um, and for me, uh, mama. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Oh, dad, I'm kinky. This is not coming out. Yeah, because it's not really been. I I've come from a space where yeah, I'm I've always been the one who's probably pushed the envelope a little bit more in my family about certain things, all like all things. Mm. But um, this is for real. Like this experience and how I'm sharing in this moment out loud on on our in, on our podcast and, and even in this moment is new for me. Mm. So I'm that person that's like I've known this about myself for a very long time. And now I'm just finally choosing to share it with others. Unashamedly. Unashamedly. I love it. Yeah. You know what's funny is um we threw a party uh, about a about a month ago. Um and uh during the party, uh, one of my roommates showed up. He he showed up to pick up something and then leave really quickly, but so that the it was we didn't expect him to show up, but the guests of the party were more concerned that that I that we I just been outed. <laughs> they were like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, somebody's oh you oh you okay?" And so I was like, "Yeah, like he <laughs> yeah he knows 
what's happening. Of course. <laughs> like, he knows that, that this is happening and this is what's going on. And so, yeah, like, he's like, oh, no, she's, yeah, the people who are here, he's like, no, nah, it's cool, it's cool, I, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if it were the other way around, would it be the same? Right. You know? Right. Maybe, yeah, because not. I know for some, yeah, like some people, their experience is, is that, if 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 somebody in their community or their family came in to that sort of situation, that they would be flabbergasted. They'd be like, <laughs> "What are you doing here? I thought I was the only one." Yeah, like people would be grabbing their shoes and. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, so I have a question for you, um, lovely. Tell me mm-hmm. your funniest kinky story. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Ooh, you, okay, so uh, you know, usually people have these just ready to go, and about the time that you 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 ate too much Taco Bell. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making up stories right now. Uh, All right, I'm gonna tell you, but it's not cute. Okay. Okay, we ready. It's, it's not cute, and it has to do with anal training. So, yeah. I've never been into anal sex, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because it didn't. It hurt. It, it didn't feel good, and I didn't. I didn't have any pleasure from it. You know what I'm saying? So I was. Di- I actually had a partner that, well, he wasn't really my partner. He was a dom who blew up. He's, he's very popular now. But at the time, he wasn't. And we did some play. We did some exploration because I'm, I'm a submissive. And at the time, I was looking for really strong, like, dominant that would, you know, do a lot of kind of like um, – I would be do into service to him and stuff like that. I was trying to learn about that. So one of the things that he wanted me to do from afar, because it was long distance, is I had assignments, daily assignments. And one of my daily assignments was it involved anal training. So every night I had to, he, he got me this uh, anal plug set. It was like a pink anal plug set with a little jewel on, on you know, mm-hmm. that comes out your ass. So I was, the first time, I was I put it in, mm-hmm. and I didn't know anything about prep. You understand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm cute. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put this in my asshole, and I'm going to have him on video chat, and I got the towel down, and he wants me to, like, you know, um, put it in and take it out, put it in and take it out. And then he said, he said, wait a second. So I'm doing this. And the, the, the camera's up on like a tripod, the, the phone's up on a tripod. And he says, wait a second. Um, come closer. Show me, show me what you got on your anal plug. And remember, I'm green. I don't know anything about this. Right. I pulled that shit up and put it towards the camera and jumped back. <laughs> Cause honey, the smell on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you like 
What did I do? <laughs> I was like, this is not sexy. This is what y'all do. And he said, <laughs> he said, see, this is your first lesson. He mm. said, why didn't you, he said, why didn't you clean out your asshole for me? I said, but, oh, but yeah. sir, you didn't tell me that. You're a grown woman. And I said, yeah, I mean, I know how to clean my pussy, but my butthole is for stuff that comes out. But anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I clean my ass, but it's not like no one puts puts a washcloth up the asshole. Y'all understand what I'm trying to say. So I invested in what I now know is like they have a dish that actually you can use it for your anus. Yeah. It's so that you could get all that shit out of there and do enemas and all this kind of thing. Yeah. And so once I did that, I thought I was hot shit. I still couldn't take the dick too well, but <laughs> at least I knew that my asshole didn't stink no anymore. Ever since then, I'm very perturbed about, you know, my asshole not being clean. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever want to know what your asshole smells like, Get that damn thing put up there without dishing or without doing an enema, and you'll find out. There you go. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm not ashamed of it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's a great story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they need to teach people about that, man. It's not. You shouldn't assume people know. Okay. Everybody has sex in different ways. Yeah. And so there should be that conversation in general. Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. You know, so, I mean, it's just embarrassing with any type of body, bodily fluid in, in sex that is just out of the norm. It's, it's, um, it's just something that people go through and it's a learning experience. It's the natural function of the yeah. body. Like, body your body has either because it has those um sensitive spaces or because you find them to be sensitive whatever it is and you should know how they work and what's good yeah. about how you have to take care of them if you're going to engage in a certain kind of play Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. yeah exactly but because this has been an amazing conversation yes and i hope that you you back I always love talking to you, too. Yes. Before we go, we do have one last thing, and it is our Eat Puff Love moment, where we are going to randomly let the computer choose, and you have to talk about a moment of whichever is chosen. And so... Today, we are asking you to share a moment of love. Can you share a love moment that has happened for you in your world? Something you've loved most recently, something that you're in love with, something you're maybe not in love with anymore. Mm -hmm. Something about. <laughs> okay. Well, I have, I'm, I have a big heart, so I, 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 I'm currently in love. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm in love with my family. I'm in love with my man. 
But I, what I want to speak on right now is my love for for a community that I that I help create. And um that organization that I told you about, Black Kingdom, they have um they have subcategories of uh, group chats. And the one that I lead is called New Kink on the Block. And the reason why um my good friend, Mr. Lysol Ken Jabran came up with the name New Kink on the Block is because traditionally the BDSM and Kink crowd did not accept swingers. Um as a category that, you know, they respected. And so we wanted to bring that into this particular kink organization as a respected kink. So mm-hmm. we call it New Kink on the Block. And, I mean, the the people that we've been so fortunate to have join our group and come to our events, um, it's just been an amazing experience. I, I truly have a lot of love for that particular group I've seen people happy. I've seen people crying. I've helped. I love helping people. I love seeing people get pleasured. So mm-hmm. all of that happens for me as I lead and guide this group. And that right now is a, a big thing that I love, a big part of my heart. So, yeah, and, you know, and and you all are part of that as well. And I thank you so much for having me on your podcast, Al. <laughs> How can people find you? How can people find the groups that you just talked about? Like, give us the deep. Okay, so if you know anything about FetLife, F-E-T-L-I-F-E dot com, there is a group page for Black Kingdom. Kingdom sounds exactly, spells how it sounds, K-I-N-K-D-O-M. And there you can um, you can request to be vetted to come into that organization. But if you want to also find me, I'm on Instagram um, as I think I'm lovely, which is L U V L E E L S lovely space L S on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can definitely find me there. So just reach out to me, DM me, whatever. Uh, we're I definitely am good at responding. Awesome. Well, this has been a pleasure. Thank exactly. you so much. Join us by subscribing to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, and remember to eat puff love.